This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. What up, what up? We are back. Fantasy news today. Oh, yeah. Monday through Friday, bringing you the news. If you're watching on Facebook and already tapped in, make sure you come subscribe to all of our YouTube channels. Mine's the Fantasy Football Hustler. And we got Bogart Scott Free on the show. Uh, rocking that Austin 316 jersey. I like it. Bottom line. Yeah. You know it, baby. Now, we also got IDP Iggy on the show, our resident IDP guy, uh, doing the doing the sports betting, doing the dynasty bets and prop bets. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been hitting, man. So I, I've been watching. I can't do anything on DraftKings. I'm in California. Well, at least like the prop bets and stuff, you know. But, uh, man, you've been making some good calls, bro. Yeah, man, it's been good. Cleared over 14 units uh, this week just on the ones I told the people to go bet on. Had a, a, a person that didn't know anything about sports clear over a grand. Pretty happy, man. Pretty happy for them. So That's what's up. And then tell everybody on Facebook where to find you. As a bunch of people already watching on Facebook. Go for it, Bogart. Nope. Oh, me, my bad. I'm kind of in the matrix right now. Hey, you can find me at GMM Network. And the earth is my turf. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm in the group chat quite a bit with fantasy football hustler and then also just idp iggy iggy's fantasy embed and you can find me at both of those places there we go and uh, make sure you subscribe on my channel the fantasy football hustler everyone who subscribes you get entered into the signed ricky williams jersey giveaway we're less than 100 subscribers away from doing the giveaway so make sure you get signed up now and then don't forget about patreon patreon.com slash ff hustler 420 Go get those extra entries. You get priority on the question and answer live streams. One's coming up today in an hour and a half, and then another one on Saturday and Sunday. All right. We got a bunch of news topics to talk about. And 
I'm just going to go in the order that they kind of just came in here. So the first one that uh, came up recently was the Colts practice report. Quentin Nelson not practicing. Darius Leonard not practicing. Pay not practicing. And then Carson Wentz um, is limited. Iggy, let's let you start it off. Let's assume Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, and Pay. let's say they don't play. How's that going to affect uh, the Colts? Well, man, uh, I had for one of my waiver wire scoops, I recommended going and grabbing Miami. They're playing at home. Uh, you know, looking at everything at a week-by-week basis, as somebody that has a lot of JT shares and best ball, it's kind of disappointing. Uh, you know, they're going to ask him to shoulder more, but Hines could get active, look for a little dump-offs, quick jobs, you know, stuff like this nature. Uh, Pascal could become more active due to this. But I, it's just going to be hard. The Dolphins' front seven is really good. Their secondary is great. I, I just don't see – this is bad for the Colts. They they could, you know, have a very brutal first month. You know, that's the truth. So, Yeah, I mean, Darius Leonard, I mean, last year when he missed, they had Anthony Walker, so it was like they didn't even skip a beat. But he's not there anymore. So I'm, I'm curious if they have someone to back up Darius Leonard who's going to be able to come in, fill that role at least, you know, to a little bit of an extent. No one's Darius Leonard. But Quentin Nelson – if he misses, that's going to be really bad. Um, Quiddy Pay, even though he's not a superstar yet, not everyone knows his name. Like, that's still big. He's still making a lot of plays over there, getting a good snap percentage. And uh, he plays uh, defensive ends for the Colts, if you guys don't know. And, um, yeah, I think the Colts yeah, are in yeah. trouble. Miami's one of my waiver pickups, too, for defense. I had Pay rostered in a few leagues, you know, even though people didn't know about him. I was expecting him to be an edge edge pressure uh, kind of guy for them. Uh, Darius Leonard, he's not even – I don't think he's in the top 40 in uh, most IDP scoring formats. Man, he's had a really off year with this injury. Uh, let's just hope he gets back to health. They, they start playing well. Buckner's holding it down for everybody. That's that's what's, that's the scope of their front seven is Buckner right now. You know? Shout out so. to Buckner, man. He's the man. Yeah. How'd you feel about that, Bogey? Before we before we switch over to the next thing, how'd you feel getting a first rounder for Buckner? No, I mean he was the shit when he was with 49ers. Didn't uh, skip a beat. You know what? It was like I bamboozled myself. It's like, you know, we trade him away. I knew we weren't gonna pay him. So we trade him away, get paid, and then we draft Buckner 2.0. You know what I mean? And uh, Kid Law is like Buckner 0.07. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I felt, I felt like in Lynch we trust in that moment. And then it just didn't trans, it's not transpiring on the field, even like, even a year later. Cause I was making excuses for the kid last year, like, oh, he had a COVID year, a COVID offspring. Nah, he's Buckner 0.5. I'm sorry well let's stay with your 49ers George Kittle's not practicing it's getting uh, we're already having the um, I'm not going to say buyer's remorse because he did good this past week but it's something as someone who manages Kittle in a couple uh, leagues I'm a little bit nervous him already getting hurt this early and at least being limited and now not practicing I mean here's my thing too is like in the spot I have Kittle. I don't have a decent backup tight end because I have Kittle. You know what I mean? Like normally I wait on tight end. I have two or three guys that I'm that I'm that are buyers that could hit, right? So when you grab one of these guys high in your draft, like third round for Kittle's uh for, for Kittle. Yes, that's the one. I just can't do it. I, I mean like I don't blame anyone for trying to sell him. All I wanna say. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, so as far as, as Kittle goes, yeah, you know, he's one of those guys that you locked in. I think, you know, he's one of those guys that he has a lot of hype around him. Uh, he He's more of like a reality tight end, in my opinion. He blocks well. He's going to be in on those blocking downs, rushing downs. But from a fantasy perspective, he's going to have some games where he kind of does and he kind of yeah. doesn't do as well as others, especially with Debo in the mix and who knows yeah. who's going to be back there running back. Especially when we're only throwing the ball like 25 times and we're trying to run the ball, you know, damn there, you know, an eighth more than that. You know what I mean? Like, plus, I'd say with Kittle, having a soft tissue injury and having his injuries last year, they might not need him for this game. But he will play this game, though, because it's the Seahawks, because it's in division. He's going to play this game. We got check that could basically do what Kittle does in the blocking game. And, like, so maybe he's a game-time decision. But usually when he's nursing something, he's he's already ruled out. If not, he's, he doesn't practice any plays. This is, like, what he does. You know what I mean? Yeah, Friday practice is, I mean, really the most important, especially if a guy's a little banged up. And in the NFL, everybody's a little bit banged up after week one. Yeah, uh, we're not yeah, even going to give our we're not even going to give our thoughts on this. I just want to mention for the Falcons, AJ Terrell is a full go, so he missed last week. I mean the uh, the Falcons defense is trash, but AJ Terrell is one of the bright spots there in the secondary. And then Russell Gage, who Bogart says you shouldn't roster, you shouldn't play. He didn't practice, so if you're still hanging on to him, just do what Bogart's been telling you forever and drop him. <laughs> Raiders now, okay. Getting spicy with John Gruden. As far as Josh Jacobs goes, he says, we'll see how it goes. So they play on Monday. I mean, on Thursday here, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, Friday practice, Saturday practice, super important because Thursday practice for Monday, that's really like the Wednesday practice. That's the first day of like real practice. And then he also said for Peyton Barber, he would not hesitate to put him into the primary role. Bogey, what are your thoughts about the the running backs for the Raiders right now? I actually saw this last week on, on one of these shows uh, that we do. I said, you know, Pey- Ch- John Gruden is crazy enough to be like, you know, I really like this kid, John, this this kid, Peyton Barber, man, I tell you, you know what I mean? Like, I could, like, and if Josh Jacobs, this is the matchup you could run on the Chargers. So I feel like they they don't they don't need Josh Jacobs this week. If, if, if Peyton Barber's out there, Pick them up. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, Iggy, so, I know you do a lot yeah. of DraftKings. Tell me, uh, with, with DFS and all that, maybe, I mean, redraft, who knows what the hell people are going to do. But let's say you were doing some DFS stuff. Where would you be looking to put your money? Henry Ruggs, baby. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I, it's just with, one of, with those things, it, with them being on a Monday night, it's going to be a showdown captain. So for that aspect of it, you're going to be able to know that night kind of up until, up until kickoff who you're going to go with. From a season-long yeah. perspective, last year I was a Jacob Stan. Uh, this year he kind of still stayed high for me. I think he's when he's good when he's in there because John Gruden loves doing football 101 and pounding it with the f- running back when he's inside the five-yard line. But I think the big question we got to ask ourselves in this game is, is Carr going to be able to keep his passing uh, attack up against Adderley, against James, against a Samuel Jr. who's got rookie of the year, uh, a rookie of the month, excuse me. That's a loaded secondary back there, my friend. And um, I don't know. It's, it's also from an IDP perspective, man. Uh, I'm really pumped to see what Casey Hayward's going to do. 
he had a pretty good game last week. And I, I don't know if he's going to shut down on the other side as well. Is he going to lock up on Mike Williams? You know, he knows those guys. So I'm pretty pumped to see that that matchup. Yeah. So. Get in there, Bogey. The Raiders' plan is to double Mike Williams and then they'll have Casey Hayward relegate Keenan Allen. You know what I mean? Because Casey go down into the slot. You know what I mean? So they're going to try to do the Belichick shit is what you're telling me. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have Gus Bradley over there. You know what I mean? So they, he has no problem putting his guys on an island. Either. Like, he, he loves that cover three. You know what I mean? And, and listen, this is a game where the Raiders, everyone that knows that knows me, and and, and shout out to uh, my man Fornicator on last night's show, he, he wants everyone to know that the Raiders are Fugazi. Fugazis. They're Fugazi. Oh, yeah. They ain't for real. They ain't the real deal. Yeah, yeah I'm, Broncos going to win the West? I mean, right now it looks like they're the best team in the West. And Teddy Bridgewater, you know, mm-hmm. one of the best QBs in the, in the AFC right now is looking like it. He really is. No, after, after three weeks, he really is, though. I mean – what is he at? Uh, he has over a thousand yards already, right through the air. I believe and, so. Yeah. And, and All right. The, I, I like who they got. Oh, they got Vic Fangio and they got Pat Shermer. Those are like some of the. They've been on successful franchises. You know what I mean? But uh, it's it's tough. I mean, say say Andy Reid is dealing with like this uh, whatever you know condition he he might have or whatever, right? Wouldn't it be crazy, like, that then they end up dedicating the whole season to him and they just play even harder now? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That defense is definitely suspect in Kansas City. You're going to have to step it up. They've, all, they've always been – well, not I mean, not always, but, I mean, they've been suspect for a, for a few years. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, people really know how to pick on them right now. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> people are going to put up a crazy amount of points, and it's dope. Because we need Patrick Mahomes to put up more and more points. There we go. He's QB1 in my four bat fantasy football sevens. <laughs> He's still QB1, yeah. you know. Hell yeah. Big BS, you already know. Yeah, way better. Can actually smoke it up today. Yeah, I was hurting yesterday. I couldn't, uh, could not do it yesterday. All right, let's see. Uh, smoke every day, talk- baby. No excuses. Oh, yeah, you already know. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we don't have to talk about it, but Dalvin Cook, he's back at practice. He already had, like, an outside shot to play last week. We just already knew that. Why, why risk it? It's a 17-game season. So Dalvin Cook back at practice. And how about um, for Washington, Antonio Gibson not practicing due to a shin injury? New injury now. I, I don't like this part right here. This part, this part, because it's like now he's getting nicked up all over the place. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what happens to those kind of guys, man. Yeah, and, you know? and there was I hate this man because I tried to like downplay this all offseason. That toe issue, that turf toe that he he probably should have got surgery on and would have been good for the year. You know what I mean? I worried about that. And maybe the fact that he's compensating now, he's getting other injuries, but I mean a shin, how, how do you injure your shin? You're getting banged around, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's getting smacked around. I mean, but if you're going to have the CMC role, you know, I mean, can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. <laughs> yeah, man, that's just part of it. That's that wide receiver frame putting on 
wait to become a running back frame. And it's just hard. The NFL, you're going to get injured. We just talked about 100% injury rate. Guess what's in there? A backup quarterback. Guess what people know what their game plan is going to be? To run the ball more. Uh, this is this is exactly why I got shares of McKenzie as much as I could everywhere I could because I just I didn't think Gibson was going to pull it out of full 17 games. You know, it's just it's just part of it. It sucks, though. It sucks because I like you know, Gibson. It is Atlanta. If I can get 12, 12 touches out of Gibson – I think they're quality touches against Atlanta. You know what I mean? As long as four or five of them are receptions, it should be okay. Yeah, that's where he's got to – yeah, we got to need him there. I mean, but Atlanta has two good interior linebackers now. You know, they're, they're there. And Grady Jarrett, so. Yep, yeah. Deion Jones and Foyola Kuhn. I mean, Foyola Kuhn, I mean, he's not rostered in that many leagues, so he's been on my waiver wire video, I believe, two weeks in a row. And, uh, yeah, he's just uh, – He's a beast, and Deion Jones, as long as he's out there, he's probably one of the best linebackers, just all-around linebackers in the NFL, but gets no credit because he plays for the Falcons, and they suck. Yep. That's, you know, that's right, a, how about the, That's a credit to why he's good also, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your team's that trash, and uh, you're the standout on it. That's for sure. <laughs> all, all right. Titans. Okay. A.J. Brown did not practice. No surprise. Julio Jones, if you guys haven't been paying attention, he's dealing with uh, some leg injuries, and uh, he did not practice. For you IDP peeps, Bud Dupree, he did not practice. Now, this one is a shocker to me. Derrick Henry did not practice. Rest. Rest. I, it, it didn't, it, I haven't even heard anything other than he wasn't there at the, um, at the, open, uh, at the open part of practice. I forget what that's called when all the reporters are there and shit. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. I need to, I, I now I got to dig into this more because this is like, this sucks. So it's a leg injury, but it's minor. And that's important. Uh, according to Ian Rappaport. Okay. Still so I, in Nashville, Tennessee, the prop ooh. plane is landed. There it you could, go. And then no idea what it is other than a minor leg injury, but it's weird that I believe he was, I believe he practiced yesterday. Let me go check on that. I don't think that I saw that he missed practice yesterday. I mean, I did a best ball draft late last night, and he, you know, he's the consensus number one. I took Kelsey number one, but there wasn't there wasn't like a designation or a breaking news or anything like that. And that was like at ten o'clock last night. So I'm sure he he practiced yesterday. Hmm. Okay, so actually, never mind. I just went to their uh, I just went to their website and it said rest. All right. Okay. So he's a beast. He's a beast. You just, you get Thursday and Friday off. You're just that much of a man child. It doesn't even matter. Shift <laughs> arm the fuck out of that Thursday practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that okay. I guess I should have did a little bit more research on that. And they didn't say anything where I get all the updates from. And I was doing it all last second, right when we're, right before we hit go on this. I, I how about? Oh, I, loud. I shouldn't say curse words while I'm holding the baby. It's not a good look. <laughs> um so for the Ravens I know there's some people freaking out about Lamar Jackson um I I don't know the exact injury but something with his back hasn't practiced 2 days in a row um but during the press conference the coach said I'm pretty damn sure he's going to play I I have a theory that Lamar Jackson has an extreme case of irritable bowel syndrome and that sometimes it even it even warps into back spasms because he's just on there just pushing all day 
<laughs> trying, to, trying to power shit it out. Yeah. Uh, he might, you know, I never thought about that, but I'm not too worried about it. I'm more worried about him. Uh, you know, from a betting angle, he hasn't had much practice going to play. I don't care what people think. The Broncos defense is legit. You yeah. know, uh, that's, that's, that's more troublesome than anything else. Big fans shows the man. Mile yeah, high, baby. It ain't no joke. And I don't even think it's questionable. I mean, if you want to hate on the Broncos, you can say they're top five. I think they're a lot closer. You know, I think they're top two, top three right now. Cause I mean, really every phase of their defense is, is beastly. And man, you had Patrick Sertan Jr. in there. Who's already playing like, you know, a potential pro bowler, like as a rookie, like in his, you know, first couple games, like it's going to get nasty for that defense. Even Kyle Fuller in his, in, you know, in his elder years is still like good as an op- as a second corner to him. You know what I mean? Right. Well, they 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 switch off a little bit too because not like Sertan is like following the number one wide receiver all yeah. the time. And then you got uh, obviously Justin Simmons, probably easily a top five at the position. You know what I mean? Underrated yep. for sure. Yeah. 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 So their defense is just uh, crazy right now. I, I, Eddie Jackson was a beast, but now it's like Justin Simmons is like way more in the conversation than Eddie. Oh yeah, mm. for sure. Shout out to everyone who uh, who hopped in on uh, on Facebook. Appreciate the love. Make sure you smash that like button. And if you get a chance, hop over to YouTube. Just type in Fantasy Football Hustler. The live stream is going to be on top. Hit the like. Smash subscribe. We got the signed Ricky Williams jersey giveaway going down right now. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hop over to YouTube. We're still going to be there. Don't worry. All right, next piece of news here. It's funny how this is even news. We'll bring this up. Brady always finds a way to like make some news like out of nothing. Apparently, when he was talking at a press conference, people thought that he sounded really sick, like sick enough to make sure to like make news out of it. Um, but what do we think about that? Even if Brady had a little bit of a cold on Sunday, is that going to affect him at all? You know, is this – is this Brady's insecurities where he's having, he's building up a built-in excuse? Like he shows up at the presser and he's like, oh, you know, I'm just having a bit of a cold, you know, a bit of a head cold. Then he goes out there and he doesn't perform well against the only team that truly has known him, literally the only team that knows him. And and, maybe, and if he loses, the off, the off chance he loses, he has this, this like, oh, I was sick, I wasn't 100%. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, setting it up for himself. They should steamroll them, right? I mean, is there any word on Gronk? I mean, he was the legit questionable person. I'm sure he's fine, but you know. Let me. I'm gonna check out their practice report real quick. Nothing. Uh, nothing came through about it yet. But let me see. I, I have a true Brady fan. Right? He's gonna tear them up with all the obscure guys: Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. All these guys are going to – Antonio Brown, they're not going to have a good game. It's going to be Cameron Bright, Tyler Johnson, all these random – you know, O.J. Howard, because <laughs> no one's going to for them. And they're going to pull off some old-school Bellatrix, you know what I mean? On, Gio- on. Giovanni Bernard, no practice, questionable tag all week, starts in, starts in the game, catches. So. I you know the other day when I was breaking down this game, I have Leonard Fournette going crazy in this game. If Gio doesn't play, I see it too. Yeah. 
just and if not going crazy, at least getting in the workload that like would you know would 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 support a crazy outing. You know what I mean, he's I mean, another thing, guy. Go ahead. I'm I'm nervous about playoff Lenny, and so he it's just one of those things to where they're so fluky with the way they work their backfield. Because what if Tom Brady just goes in there and just really wants to like step on the neck of the Patriots and he throws for like let's just say 420 yards because that's a nice number and like five TDs, you know, or something crazy like that. And there's like maybe like 10 rushes out of the backfield, you know, not too many catches to the running back. And Bruce Arians, Brian Leftwich, they would love that too. I think they they're on board with that as well. So, I mean, it's also I I also wonder if they if they're worried about their defense, their secondary. You know what I mean? Like where like they're gonna want to own time of possession as much as possible. So after they boat race them for the first quarter and a half, they just start pounding the rock on them. You know what I mean? Or maybe that's a second half scheme. You know what I mean? Because what. What does Bruce Arians usually do? I don't really see him. So, okay, you know what? Let me rephrase all that. I don't really see Bruce Arians doing nothing but, like, you know what we should do? Go down the field. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no right. messing around. We already saw what he was doing. I mean, last year with Brady, and Brady's still learning, you know, the he had to unlearn the Patriots' ways that he was doing, you know, for almost 20 years. So now he's, like, really uncorking it. But look at how they were doing it with Winston. I mean, there, there was no short game. There's no dink and dunk. It's like, light it up, you know, like go for the gusto, like every single play. Like it could be one of those games versus the Patriots. I want to see it. I want to see it. That'd be dope. But, you know, we all know he's going to get himself like, you know, some 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 avocado smoothies and shit, and he'll be all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now one thing I think that's making the difference this year, at least with their defense, it doesn't seem like they're getting to the quarterback as much as they were last year. You know, and like JPP being hurt and maybe Shaq Barrett just getting double teamed a little bit more than he was last year or something. But because I feel like, I mean, all the pieces are still in play minus um, Bunting, whatever. I, I can't think of his name right now. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Jamel, Dean. Jamel Dean's hurt too. Yeah. So a couple pieces hurt. But, you know, if that pass rush isn't getting there as good as it was, I mean, I feel like that's been the difference maker on a lot of their secondary's woes because they're giving up a lot of points to the wide receivers right now. They got you think Richard Sherman gets in this week? I mean, they kind of need him. It's a short week, but if they just put him man on man, like fuck the playbook, right? If you could just go and man up a guy, you don't need the playbook. I wonder who he would man with Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> I mean, like whoever that doesn't even matter. Like, I mean, I, I think that they would have Carlton Davis on um on uh, Jacoby. And then, yeah, maybe Sherman's on Aguilar. Like, that'd be funny. That's funny. <laughs> Aguilar would get shut down by old man Sherman. You already know he's pissed about all that shit that came out in the news and, you know, everything that was going on. Like, he's going to yeah. have a trip on his shoulder. Right, yeah. That's what his whole career thrived on. I mean, even coming out of college and not being drafted by, by Jim Harbaugh, like, Jim Harbaugh should thank – I mean, he should thank Jim we should have drafted. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, out of Giants, out of the Giants camp, let me go. Let me go double check their practice report. But oh, Saquon Barkley, he was limited yeah. in practice. What'd you say? No, I said uh, you said coming out of Giants camp. I was like, oh, did they realize Danny Dimes sucks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People didn't realize that they're going to, but especially like Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, you know, they didn't practice. 
yeah, there's for everyone who is a Danny Dimes truther, I told you he's Danny Pesos and now not having the weapons. Like, it's going to be all bad for the Giants. As long as Barkley is good to go, I mean, that's really the only piece that should be in play. I still stand by my uh, preseason prediction that Joey Judge would be gone at the bye week. We'll just have to see. If they don't win a game before their bye week, he's got to be gone. He can't go 0-7. That's, that's their bye week, week eight? I think, I'm pretty sure. I mean, they could probably do that to assure if they if they go winless at that point, they're gonna they're gonna do that just to assure they stay winless. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's getting to the point right now. I mean, they're they're pretty much gonna be fighting for last place in that division. Like every other team looks decent. Last and place Giants, in the NFC East. Ooh. Giants is week ten. Ten. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Hey, oh. you, bought, you bought a couple more weeks, anyways. That that's likely if they're if they're what two and eight, zero oh and ten, something like that. It'd be zero oh and ten. Danny Dimes, bro. Ten ten losses straight. <laughs> Danny ten losses. <laughs> All right, just because I know Bogart likes talking about Will Fuller, I'm let you chime in on this. Oh. Will Fuller is back at practice. Do you oh. play him this week? No. <laughs> no one should ever play the god awful. Will Offaler, the fifth. <laughs> There's a whole entire lineage of Offalers, and <laughs> we don't want anything to do with any of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Iggy, I'll let you get in on this. So for the Packers, MVS uh, not practicing due to a hamstring injury. What, what do seems you got? Like you... Go ahead. I was going to say, it seems like he has one every year, man. That's just, you know, with his speed, with the Routsky runs. It's just like it seems like it's unavoidable, but they, that's why they have Amari Rogers. I think at some point, to, you know, maybe not take over so much those deep routes, but just have something that can they can run something else with that they feel good with. Um, I'd be leery. He doesn't get a whole lot of targets. He got the touchdown last week. That's what saves him. I, you know, I love him personally, but MBS got to yeah, watch it, man. He just is one of those people that has questionable tags quite often. And uh, give me give me some predictions just on the game in general. Uh, going up against the Steelers. Um, I'm going to look and see if there's any news from TJ Watt, but I think we're really going to have to wait for Friday's practice for him specifically. Yeah, he was questionable tag for me. Uh, if he plays, that's the game changer. You know, the Steelers went their first game in, what, 76 games without a sack uh, this past week. So he, he's got to be there to generate that pressure. I think it's Devontae Adams show, Aaron oh. Jones show. Oh, wait, know. wait, wait. I, I just pulled up their practice report. Full go at practice. Yeah. Fire him up. Yeah, they're going to have to – I see. I think he's going to get a sack, honestly. The offensive line is not the greatest right now. Um, Does he uh, – so, um, sorry to cut you off. He wore, I think he <laughs> took a pay cut on 120 mil. Like, he's literally the MVP of that defense. Like, without him, that defense is like the Colts without Peyton Manning that year. Yeah. No, you could just guys say the whole team. Because once they're not able to generate oh. pressure to create short fields for that Pittsburgh offense – uh, Big Ben's going to make a turnover at some point. You know, he's just getting to that point where he's making two, three turnovers a game almost. You know, some of them called back, he got lucky on. But yeah, dude, that's he is the whole engine behind that whole team. And it shows whenever he's not there. The morale's even down, bro. It's just like, oh, yeah, we don't have our best player. We're, you know, we're down. That's just how it is. I thought Melvin Ingram would step it up. He didn't. But I, I do think he just goes down to the big three for the Packers. It's Adams. Jones uh, and uh, Rogers, man. So, and let's say the the Steelers are at well, they have T.J. Watt, 
what what do you what are you predicting out of those guys for this week for people who may be playing DFS? They DFS plays for you this week? Um when I look when I look at the game script, D Adams is probably gonna get over 10 targets. Uh, you know, they're gonna feed the ball, they're gonna work uh the corner on him. Aaron Jones is just a pit and Schober and uh and what uh, why did I just blink out on his name, man? Uh Schobert and Spillane, if Bush isn't back, that's still two pretty good linebackers to sew up the middle of the field. Uh, I still think Green Bay should beat this pretty soundly. The bookies sound like they're going to beat them pretty soundly. The thing is, Green Bay's defense is really good, and I think people forgot that. I think people forgot that was a top-10 defense last year. And they're looking pretty good when they need to this year. And Devin Bush isn't even on the practice report um, or the injury report. Don't see him there. Um, Deontay Johnson, he's a full go. So – He's going to be back. The only thing that sucks is he's going to be going up against Jair Alexander uh, more often than not. And Jair Alexander is a beast. I mean, I, I think that opens the door for a guy like Claypool a little bit more. Juju's limited at practice. Big Ben, he was a full go after not practicing on Wednesday. He's still banged up and he still looks really trash right now. And, yeah, uh, and Chase Claypool, hamstring injury, and he's limited um, as well. So everybody's banged up over there. <laughs> I think Harris is going to get used often. I, I wrote uh, Devontae Campbell as one of my waiver wire pickups and one of my starts for uh, the inside linebacker or just linebacker position uh, because I think he's going to see hey. a lot of time. Yeah, he, man. He was on mine too. That's dope. Yeah, he was, uh, he's been balling. He's been balling. Yeah, he, you know, he's, that's his former defensive coordinator. So they're already like this, you know. So that helps a lot. Revenge. <laughs> That's why I always talk about coordinators. It's so important, man. It's so important. That I I am on the same page with you, man. Like, because coordinators are going to implicate their system, and you, if you're familiar with the system, you could diagnose the players that have the skill set that highlights their system. You know what I mean? Yeah, Keanu Neal going going to Dan Quinn in Dallas. Like, he's mm-hmm. so valuable just for that reason. I mean, he had COVID last week, but he's moving forward. He's just going to be a, a utilized piece as the season goes on. So. Hey, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Brady. What up, bro? So Brady, I don't Brady. even think he played in IDP leagues before this year. And this guy is so much of a savage. Listen to what he just shouted out here. He said, yo, guys, for IDP formats, Terrence Mitchell. Yeah, Terrence Mitchell is uh, is out for the Texans. Traymond Smith gets all of his snaps. And he had running back slash DB eligibility. He could be, he could be super sneaky like Felton in return yardage leagues. I was about to say, Peacock just brought up Felton uh, last night. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, dude. Agnew, dude, you know, for the Jags, he's like way up there for us. And all his yardage is return yards. And in my league, we return one for every 15. He's got like 200 and something plus a couple touchdowns. It's like, whoa, you know, yeah. You got to make all these points count, especially for bigger leagues. Because you get so thin in your flex and your third wide receiver. You got to have some stuff happen and come some bye weeks. So, yeah, yep. absolutely. Go grab him, man. And there we go. And Brady said, got to be zero RB, obviously, but intriguing. I mean, I know us personally, I think all of us play in at least like one 16-teamer or 14-teamer, you know, if not bigger than that. So we all play in deep leagues. So, yeah, we're trying to get people on to uh, – yeah, we're not we're not just doing things like the footballers where it's all the standard leagues and, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're a little bit crazy about all this shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Tell the truth. All right. So how about for uh, for Thursday's game, the game we got coming up here in a couple hours? We know T. Higgins is out. 
they said that if this game was on Sunday, he had a really good chance of playing. So it seems like he's going to be back in next week. But uh, let's just give our predictions for Thursday night, and we'll start with you, Iggy. Um, predictions on the game, and then maybe a couple DFS predictions mixed in as well, or DFS plays for tonight. Yeah, let me throw in my quick bet. It's on Caesar Sportsbook, if you can get that. There's a special. It's been boosted to 100. Lawrence and Burrow to have over 199.5 passing yards, each of them. It's only 200 yards. We're talking 2021 NFL, everybody. That's a, That should be a give me for any starting quarterback unless they go up by like three touchdowns in the first half or something. But, yeah, I think uh, I went back and looked at the film for both of them. The Jags have a lot of trouble just – getting in a rhythm and converting first downs consistently. And that's what really isolate. That's what their problem is. You know, they just can't, then they get a lot of garbage time points. Uh, but I think Robinson's going to go off. The Bengals have allowed uh, Harris didn't have that many rushing yards, but because they were behind, they started dumping it off to him. That's how he got all his points and led all running backs, but they had Montgomery bad offensive line. He was still able to produce for a good yard per game. You go back and look at cook at game one. He really exploited them. You know what I mean? So I think Robinson's good. For DFS, he's kind of high. That's what happens whenever you have, uh, you know, these showdown games like Bogart and I were talking about. It's just, you know, you, the good guys are going to – the guys that they're expected to do well are going to be pricey. But I think he's good for it. I think he's good for a touchdown. I think Boyd's going to have a great game. The interesting thing that we need to talk about is Bates is out for the Bengals. He's declared out. That's, you know, a pretty big blow for one of their big safeties. Bell and Bates are their, their strength. Wilson's coming along. Hubbard's looking great. Uh, but I don't – who does that benefit? Jones is going to be outside. Shark's going to be on the outside. Are they going to be running these routes into the safety? Are they going to get more catches? Or is it going to be LaVisca finally breaking out? Or is it just mean that, that like I said, Robinson, if he gets past that first level, now he's got a chance to bust out a 12, 13, 14-yard gain due to the fact that Bates isn't there. Uh, I see that happening. I think it's going to be a little closer than what people think. I think that this might be the Jags' best chance to kind of exploit a team and maybe get something offensively going with the quarterbacks banged up. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that the Bengals are going to win this. I think Boyd's a good touchdown too. You know, I think he's any good anytime touchdown. This is going to be a really ugly game. I think it's <laughs> very, very ugly. Classic ugly Thursday games. And I actually love these ugly games on a short week because it means running. I think both these running backs are, are in play here. For DF for DFS purposes, I mean, obviously they're going to be popular picks already, but I I mean I think I and maybe I'm on, I'm reverse genius into a high scoring game, but I I like the under in this game. I think both the the, the for what it's worth the Jags the Jags are going to need to run the ball because they are at the bottom of the league in time of possession. They're at the bottom of the league in, in a total plays run. They they're not you know what I mean like this is their chance. In prime time, you know what I mean, and to to actually look like a, a legit NFL team because running the ball is what legit NFL teams should do. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Do you think they're going to be any pressure on Burrow? Do you think Josh Allen's going to have a good game? Do you think Miles Jack is going to have a good game? How do you foresee I, that? You know, I think what CJ Uzama there. I know this is going to sound stupid, but like. CJ, they're not having Higgins. You still have Uzama. I mean, there's still going to be multiple threats. It's not like they can just be like, okay. And then no Henderson there for what that's worth. You know what I mean? Unless they're really excited about their other corners. That's why they had no problem trading him away. I just, you know what I mean? I I, I feel like 
I feel like uh, if the Jags don't come out running the ball and get a lead early, then my whole running the ball theory is going to go out the window for them because the, the, the Bengals will have no problem moving the ball. You know what I mean? On the ground, through the air, they're going to have no problem. Pressure-wise, I think they're going to have to abandon that quick if they're not playing with a lead. So I, I to answer your question, I don't think Josh Allen and them go super crazy today. Yeah, I think uh, we're I think we're going to see a lot of heavy run. I think that's what it's going to be. I do think Joe Burrow is going to have to throw it a little bit. I, I just feel like Jaguars. It doesn't matter that they're going to keep they're going to keep slinging it. That that's just their mo. So as much as like we want them to go to Robinson, I don't think they're ever going to be up to where. Robinson's just going to grind it out, you know, in the second half or anything. I do want to see him get close to 20 touches, um, you know, between the run and the pass combined, and then he should be good either way. He got 20 touches last week finally, right? I believe so. Let me go uh, Let me go double-check exactly how many. I know. Were. It was his first game that he had over 60 yards. He had 83 yards. I know that on the ground. But he uh, got so. – He, but he, he got 20, 21 touches. Yeah, finally, 21 touches. 62 of those yards on the ground in one drive, and then he capped it off with a touchdown. That was to open up the second half. Because wow. Wait, wait, wait. How many? How many of those yards? 62 of those yards he got on one drive, and that was in the early in the second half. They're playing with a lead. That was a – they're playing with a lead. I, I want to say that was – um. I mean, I want to say he went into the, the half with like eight yards on the ground or 18 yards, something like that, on the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of crazy. But the Bengals have been ran on, you know, that's the thing. B.J. Hill's good in the interior. I just think that, you know, I think Urban Meyer is going to have to realize I got to get the ball to Robinson at some point, you know. What else is, you know, Lawrence isn't really working that great yet. <laughs> is this like, is this like the Vegas, is this like the sharp money smash? Is sharp money on, on the Jags tonight? Because it's it just like, if they're going to get a win, you know, in prime time against a team who a lot of people think is kind of fugazi. You think this is, you think that's sharp money? Cause I'm, I don't. Oh, well, I mean, uh, you're always smart if you go against the betting public, right? I mean, more often than not, you're going to win. I, 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 I what like, I, I do is like I teased it. I, I think if Jacksonville's got a shot right now, they're at seven and a half point spread. I tease that up to 10 and a half. So that way, even if they get garbage time, they can kind of come back and, and void that so like you're not teasing it too much three points doesn't really mess with your line too much if you want to go with that and something you know, else that's my angle today have the jags outside of a uh, last week or what, they, did they cover last week because i'm i know blake bortles was the backdoor cover king back in the days and like that was my aspirations for for young lawrence was that he was going to be this backdoor king bro pause <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's a garbage time monster. That's why I went. And I didn't scoop him, but I scooped up the what the wide receivers for DFS. You know, yeah. so yeah, it's gonna be one of those ugly, ugly games. Yeah, the uglier the better. <laughs> In the yeah, jungle, but, baby. <laughs> Thursday night, we already know we're always getting these garbage time games. Like the the Cowboys and the Bucks can't play every Thursday night. You know what's crazy, though, is that the football team in the Giants game, that game, had, like, I thought for sure that was a game that was going to be on the under. And that game, they, where was the D? Hashtag, where's the D, babe? I mean, come on. You know, it was just not there. So The short week, the short week, just, it doesn't matter who you are. It's veteran, rookie, like the veterans, they, they could probably, like quarterbacks, like I'm sure that they can prepare a lot better for that Thursday game than a rookie. But, like, 
these grown men are going through car wrecks every single Sunday and their bodies need a few days to rest. And they're already having to get back into practice, like pretty much the next day to start getting ready. And then, yeah, I just, we see the injuries happening. I always have my fingers crossed that they don't happen on Thursday, but I hate yeah, see, I see, I see it. I don't, I why it. don't they just move it back one more like day Friday would almost be just enough, you know, like, you know, it's just like, okay. You at least get a day of rest, you know, and recovery. I mean, and let, let's be honest, who who are they going to war with with television? College? Yeah. I mean, big games are on Saturday anyways. Like, and like Friday Night Lights, like high school games aren't being broadcasted like that. Not, not nationwide. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was dumb. It was just like, it was like one year when they probably had crazy ass ratings on Thanksgiving. They were like, damn, next year we should just do games on Thursday for every game after Thanksgiving too. And everybody will know about it. And then they just kept yeah. it going. Like, and then the Cowboys were like, yeah, hell yeah. And then we'll <laughs> they're like, we'll always play the following Thursday or the Thursday prior to Thanksgiving. That way it's not a, sh- it's not a short week for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they like do they, that two, two gamer advantage. For real. What they need to fix. They need to make it to where almost like where they did with that London game, where if you had a London game, you had to buy the next week, like it should be one of those things where you don't, you can't play on a Thursday game unless you have your buy, like right before it. Cause I mean, everybody getting rest like that, that game is nothing, you know, but the short weeks, like it messes up everything. I don't know. It's, it's like weird, you know, CMC going out Thursday. Now they've had a lot of time to game plan and think about um, the Cowboys, you know, it's, I don't know. And the Cowboys should win that game. What's up, Terry? Um, you know, it's it's very interesting to me. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're going to get out of here. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow, same time, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Uh, shout out to everyone who's still rocking with us on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Twitch. Um, Iggy, why don't you tell everybody where to follow you at? And uh, let them know how they can get on uh, your betting service and everything you got going on. Yeah, man, I got it on the Patreon, man. You can just get everything's basically set up through the website, iggysfantasyandbetting.com. You can listen to the podcast five days a week right there on the on the website. You can go check out the YouTube channel, subscribe, subscribe to the Patreon. I've got a $5, $10, $20 tier. Sign up to the $20 tier. If I don't get two bets right, I'll pay for your next month. You know, it's, it's hard to find a better deal than that anywhere else. So hop on it, man. If you're in a legal state, let's go win some money, talk about it. And then, of course, you can find me in the group on Fantasy on Facebook for Fantasy Football Hustlers Group and here every Thursday, man. Glad to be a part of it. Okay. Yeah, and if you go if you go to fantasyfootballhustler.com, you'll see the link for the Facebook group chat in there. Or well, Facebook group. We got like fifty-eight thousand members in there. We just crossed fifty-eight thousand. It's getting huge. Yeah, so, man. So check this out, Iggy. Uh one of my boys, he does a pool every week. It's a uh, picks against the spread. You gotta get every single one of them right. It's five dollars. And there's there's hundreds of people that enter. If it, no one wins it, it rolls over the next week. You could and you could uh, unlimited entries, right? And like this one is killing me. The Seahawks, bruh. We've never beat them. We've never beat them in Levi's to my into my recollection. But the Seahawks are so beat up. And 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 uh, I you know uh, the, the lines that they give us, they don't change them. So they got we get them on Tuesday. And uh. The Tuesday line opened up at uh, Niners minus one, which was crazy. Yeah, 
And I was like, man, the Seahawks can cover that. <laughs> I'm like, if not, <laughs> and like I so I have the Seahawks in every one of my entries, and I might lose fifty dollars. <laughs> but it's but yeah, it's, they travel, they chance. travel so well. Like I might win tens of thousands of dollars, but I just feel strongly like this might be the time we finally get them at home. At, in my home. <laughs> that would be bittersweet, right? I, you know, I, yeah, that's uh that's the the betting curse, man. The fantasy curse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think the I think the Seahawks would be good. Anonymous. Um, <laughs> and you can follow me at the GMN Network. Check out uh, check out our latest episode of the Real Fantasy Playmakers. We dropped it last night. It's over on Fantasy Football Hustlers channel. It's also on the GMM Network. That's our What If series. I definitely got to bring Iggy on. Uh, Iggy definitely got the isms. You know what I mean? Get him on some <laughs> what scenarios. Yeah. And so for every, and uh, also, um, the show is also on my podcast on the Fantasy Football Hustler podcast. So go download those. Right now, um, it's on Apple, Spotify, literally everywhere. Uh, go leave me a five-star review on Apple. Need to get those reviews up. That's how more people are going to find me. So appreciate that. And I just threw it in the chat right now. The, the Thursday Q&A start sit live stream going down 530 Eastern, uh, 2.30 Pacific. So starting in like 40 minutes. We'll see you there. Hey, man, quarterback, national uh, championship showdown quarterbacks, man. I'm, I'm pumped for tonight. I really am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They better be talking shit to each other right now. You want to see a good game out there. <laughs> oh, shit. This is a rematch of that, of that 2019. Yeah, LSU and uh, Clemson. The quarterbacks, at least. The quarterback. I'm a quarterback, man. I'm a quarterback. <laughs> Can we uh, just imagine that? Like, what does that do for the psyche of, like, just a human being, a human athlete, when uh, two years ago you were playing on, like, the best teams in the country? Best teams in the country, like hands down. And now you're playing on the Jaguars and the Bengals in the NFL. <laughs> exact opposite of where you were. Oh my, it's very dangerous for the psyche because if that yeah. people could turn around that organization, they could they have I would not blame them if they became extremely narcissistic and arrogant. <laughs> hey, that's oh, football yeah. though. It's adversity, man. You gotta get over it, right? That's what that's what they always say and preach, right? That's what it's all about. So oh yeah. There we go. We now, we got another, now we got another narrative to go into Thursday. Now I might be a little bit more excited about this game because right. the quarterbacks might be a little bit more excited about this game and this rivalry game. Yeah. Absolutely. And who was it? Who who got the win then? I, I can't even remember. Burrow, Burrow, baby. Oh, yeah, Burrow when he was smoking that stogie, right? Yeah, yeah big he dick. To, he about <laughs> to put out on Lawrence, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See it. All right, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. See everybody on the live stream. Peace out. Peace.
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.